Sporting Buzz. tonight. I just told Brick, I just played that uh, hype song. I'm ready to run through a brick wall. Swear to God. Game seven tonight. Boston Garden. Right, we're joined by Nesson's uh, Andy Brickley, of course, former Bruin himself. Former UNH Wildcat, uh, just like me. How you doing, Brick? You must have been in the locker room before Game Six for the Bergeron speech. If you're ready to run through a wall, yeah, I heard it was one of the. It was it was one, a speech for the ages. Like, what did you hear he said? I haven't heard that yet. Uh, yeah, I haven't. I haven't heard exactly what uh, what was in the speech. But I will say this: I go back to 2011, and I was a huge Mark Recchi fan. Yeah, and I remember Mark Recchi telling Patrice Bergeron, you know, that you've been in this league long enough. You are a role model. You have a voice and you need to use it, and it's time to start using it. And that was during that playoff run. Right. And, of course, here we are, you know, several years later, and, and, and he's only just enhanced his position as far as being a leader and a great player and, yeah. and a Hall of Famer. And for him to have words to say before Game 6 in a must-win situation, you can only imagine what those young guys were feeling when Patrice was talking. It's, you know, especially with, I mean, we've seen so many, and, and I guess teams have had those speeches, but we've seen so many great speeches in movies and things. How do you come up with something original? The only way to do it is to speak from your heart, right? If you just exactly. pour, you pour exactly. it out, they know that. You know, they can tell the difference. So, um, Yeah, and, and, and we talk about that leadership group, obviously, and it's, it's really a palpable thing. And I, and I think because they won in 11 and because they lost in 13, I think it gives them an advantage going into this Game 7 against the St. Louis team. Yeah, I got to say, you know, the, it, we've talked about it the other day when we spoke, you know, it's been a back and forth series. Just when, when somebody gets their teeth knocked in, the next game, it, it goes back the other way. Well, we had that kind of game in game six, but it, I don't know. I, I'm certainly not overconfident, but I feel really good about our ability, especially the way Tuca's playing. And you talked about you weren't all that sold on Bennington. Well, he had one of those off nights the other night, right? Yeah, and, and, and still not sold on them. And, uh, look, I know St. Louis is better on the road than they are at home in the playoffs. Uh, whatever reason, you know, it's more conducive to their game and their focus and how they like to play. Right. Less pressure when they're on the road than at home. And, and again, it goes back to the same feelings I had before puck drop of game one, that if the Bruins play their game and St. Louis plays theirs, Bruins are a better team. If, yeah. if you want to talk about a goalie matchup, the Bruins have the better goalie. And I haven't come off that stance. That's the way I believe. Mm -hmm. And that's the way I feel going into Game 7, that that is the case. The Bruins play their game, they win this hockey game. There you go. Uh, Kelly Brown. Brick, let's talk about the lineup. Uh, if Grizzlick is healthy, is he going to play tonight, or are they going to stick with the, the same guys they had in Game 6? Yeah, you know, that would be a really hard question to answer. But I don't think it's going to be hard because I don't think Grizzlick's going to be cleared. Mm -hmm. So I expect the same lineup that you saw in Game Six. John Moore will be the sixth defenseman. Kuhlman will play the right side with Krejci. Yeah, I don't expect any changes in the lineup, but that's too bad because it's a big loss not to have Grizzlick. You know, he's a better player than John Moore, but Moore's doing the job. And again, it's a great example. Moore and Kuhlman is that next man up mentality that this Bruins team's had all year long. Yeah, you got your next guys that got to step up like that, but you also got to have your lead, lead guys. We haven't seen a lot from Brad Marchand throughout the series. He came through with a goal and an assist in, in Game Six, and he, it's like he finally showed up, or at least felt that way. Uh, it had to be. It had to be good for him to sort of get that monkey off his back in the in the final series. Yeah, no question. And and really, when you watch the game and you talk about that top line, it, it almost seems like I almost don't want to put Bergeron, you know, lump him in there with Marchand and. 
and Pasternak. Masha and Pasternak are just so skilled, so talented. We put the bar so high on these guys because they're just great individual talent. And when they play risky hockey, it's like Bergeron recognizes that and needs to alter his game slightly just to protect them defensively. Right. You know, so they're not giving up two, three, four goals a night. And I appreciate that about Bergeron. But the way they played in Game 6 is the way I expect them to play in Game 7. You know, they simplified. They played played with a high hockey IQ. Uh, Didn't like that little slew foot hit by by Marchand. You know, Mm. I didn't like it. You know, he crosses the line from time to time. Don't want to see any of that. Uh, Just play your game and and know. They know how good they are. And they know how important they are to the success of the team. And I think Marchand covers it well when he just says, you know, we don't win, you know, it's a total loss. You know, the season is lost if yeah. we don't win Game 7 because mm-hmm. that's why we're here. And, and I love that. I love that kind of approach, and I love that kind of thinking and that kind of talk. Yeah, we got to stay. Got uh, clearly got to stay out of the box, as usual. Go ahead, uh, Kelly. Uh, Rick, Craig Berube, as a player, was an enforcer. Do you think his yep. team, uh, you know, they're obviously very physical, do they cross the line at times, or do they do it just right for their style? Uh, they're pretty good. They're pretty good at, at walking that line. Uh, they definitely cross it, but I, I don't think, uh, I think the, I think the game was well officiated game six. I expect that kind of performance from the officials. Uh, they finish, they finish hard. They finish through, they do finish high. Uh, you know, the game was over. They got a little, you know, they got a little nasty towards the end. Yeah. You know, they took shots at Char's jaw. Uh, you know, and that is a reflection of the head coach. But that's the way they play. It's in their DNA. That's that, that's that what that's what makes them a good team. And I think the best barometer is you ask the players. You ask the Bruin players. You know, how do you feel about it? And they're fine with it. Just play the game. You know, you do what you do. We'll do what we do. And right. We'll beat you. Uh, don't forget yeah. too. Nesson uh, Nesson's Daily Brickley on the phone was they got a one hour pre and post game show for everybody on Nesson and uh, uh, Jack Edwards, Andy Barry Peterson doing the. Uh, uh, they've got the Facebook Live thing that that Brick does as well. Um, did I heard this? I don't know if it's true. Did the NHL switch out the ref squad so that the game five refs that blew they were that alternating call, and they did and, change and the they schedule, switched right? it right so it's the game six uh, squad of refs that are going to be back tonight. Yes. That's correct. It. Okay. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, the league. The league has that. You know, they have that. That choice or whatever that, mm-hmm. that they can go any direction that they want once they narrow it down to X amount of officials for the final. And uh, and I'm glad they're going with the same same two referees, same two linesmen. The game six will work. Game seven. Um, game seven, first one in the Boston Garden. I think it's the first one historically this yes, in, in the, the Boston Garden. Fifteen grand, correct. the lowest price tickets, Andy. Fifteen <laughs> grand. And so here you are. You know the Nesson analyst. What I mean, how many people were ringing your phone off or knocking at your door just to say, hey, brother, can you help me? Because I'm sure there was a long list. Yeah, and, and it's an easy out for me to say, well, the league takes over the final and, and you don't have any you don't have any juice anymore that you had during the regular season as somebody that works in association with the guard and the team and Nesson and uh you know, you still do have contacts and you still try to help people out, but then you give them the price threshold and it's like, Oh man, yeah, you know, right. like that's a lot of money for a hockey game and yeah. Hey, do you see what happened when the red line went down the other day? Yeah, I know. Uber and Lyft, the prices on Uber and Lyft. Yeah. Because people were trying to get to work was, you know, a $25 Uber ride turned into $125. Laura, so, Laura has a friend. Here you are, game seven. What do you expect? Laura. <laughs> because we had, so yesterday with that whole red line thing, we had friends that were on their way to the airport, left Manchester at 6 a.m., missed their 9.30 flight to Hawaii. And so they're like, they can put them on a flight on Thursday. And because, so they're like, well, stay Wednesday. So there's guarantee no missing a flight, no hitting out so traffic. stay in Boston. Stay in Boston. $800 tonight. for them to get Whoa. a hotel room. Not even close. Wow, it's crazy. 
It's crazy. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So, yeah, the hotels, the hotels around the garden too. Yeah. You know, if you want, if you want to stay there last night, stay there tonight. The discussion brick, yeah. uh, brick here was uh, the banner waver. Who's going to be waving the flag? I guess the obvious choice mm. has got to be the goat. It's got to be Tom Brady. I mean, if if Ortiz was at all well enough, if he showed up on video at all, which I doubt because he's in, it's a serious situation, the place would just go bonkers. But it's got to be. Is it Brady your pick to be the the flag waver tonight? Yeah, that would be my guess. You know, you've uh, you've gone to the to the Mount Rushmore in hockey with Bobby Orr being involved a couple of times already. So uh, yeah. yeah, I think that's really really the best choice, the only choice, and let's hope that uh, that Tom's interested. Yeah, let's hope he brings some good luck. So tonight at uh, puck drop just after eight. Uh, I know I told you I was nervous last time. I'm not that nervous. It's not that I'm overconfident. I'm just so excited to see a game I mean, seven in Boston. Andy told you basically to toughen up. I did. You know, hmm. I did. It might have worked. I, yeah, but, and, and, and didn't they end up losing that game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe I'm taking a different approach this one. That's why. You know, I'm superstitious, you know. All right, Brick. I, I said embrace it, enjoy it, be excited. And they lost 2-1. to one and, Yeah. Uh, you know. That non-call on a chariot getting tripped by Bozak and uh, that, you know, the whole disgusting ending Ludicrous. to that game. Ludicrous. And then they do what they've done all year. They bounce back, win a huge game. As it, a lifelong... So good. Yeah, I'm glad you're excited Thank about you. tonight. You should be. This is awesome. As a lifelong hockey fan, it doesn't get any better. This is the most exciting playoffs to watch of any sport. I love football. I love to watch the Red Sox in the playoffs. But nothing's more exciting than, than uh, professional hockey playoffs uh, in the last game of the season. And the, the year is in the Boston Garden. It's awesome. Uh, Brick. Good luck, man. Have fun tonight. It'll be great. We'll be okay. watching. All right, buddy? All right. Take Th- care. Thank you very Enjoy. much. Andy Brickley from Nesson, everybody. And he does Facebook Live stuff during the game, and they do post and uh, pre- and post-game stuff on Nesson, so uh, check it out. Yeah, I can't even. Last game seven of a final in Boston was the Celtics in 1984 when they beat the Lakers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's when Larry had to run off the floor and kind of hurt some people with his elbows to right. get off. Right, right, right. But, you know, obviously can't happen with the Patriots. Super Bowl will never... You know, deciding game will never be here. Yeah, if Red I, Sox could, but it hasn't. If I was going, if I was going into ball, if I was going to the game, um, I'd be in Boston like two o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. just to be there, oh, just cool. to feel it, just to be there, to walk around. Yeah, was it seventy five Red Sox had uh, the Reds at home when they lost that one? Yeah, that's right. Game seven. Yep, I remember that. Yep, not tonight. Knock on wood, not tonight, or not today, as Ari Stark said. All right, it is uh, seven fifty one.